Hello, dear listeners and YouTube viewers. Hi for all people that are learning more information about data. Just to remind you that we have just started our brand new podcast that is called Coding Invaders Podcast, in which we share with you beautiful stories of successful people who have decided to connect their life with data. This podcast is perfect for people who would like to enter the data analytics or data science world and are afraid of making a first step. That's why we invited bright minds that have a tremendous career in data science from India and asked them questions about their work, life, and attitude. My name is Raman Kumar Vyas. I'm a chief marketing officer at Coding Invaders, an online educational platform that teaches people data analysis and data science from scratch. If you are looking for career change and want to get a profession in data analytics, we're glad to announce the launch of data analytics specialization, which starts really soon. Within six months, you will learn all the skills and tools required to enter the data analytics field. And for podcast listeners, we have a special offer. You can get a 10% discount with the code word coding podcast. Please leave your reviews on the platforms where you are listening to our podcast. It can be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. This will help us to get higher ranking and more people will be able to listen to our interviews. We do this for you and we want to bring you maximum benefit. If you have questions about data, IT, career to our guests, please send us your questions in audio format and we will ask the most interesting of them on our podcast. Send your questions to info at the rate of codinginvaders.com. And now let me introduce to you Mr. Sumit Shukla, who is the very experienced guy in data science who has 4,000 hours of student instructions in data science and machine learning. Smith also has his YouTube channel, so please subscribe to it and see the beautiful videos uh, that he has recorded, especially for those who would like to learn more about data science and data analytics. And Sumit also is a Kaggle enthusiast. Sumit, please introduce yourself. We are so happy to have you here today. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Raman. Thanks for inviting me to your beautiful podcast. Hello, everyone, those who are listening to me and watching us over the YouTube channel. So my name is Sumit Shukla, and uh, I am basically a, a subject expert for machine learning and data science. And uh, it's been a quite a good time. I've been teaching machine learning and I've been working with various clients and various companies. So keep listening to us. You will be getting a lot to know about my journey and how I actually made my career in data science. And then you guys will also be getting motivated to start your journey in data science. Yes, I have no doubt that you will motivate by your story. So cool. Thank you very much. The first question that we usually ask our guests is why and at what point did you decide to start teaching data science and uh, machine learning? What inspired you? That's something which I was related to from my very childhood. So when I was in my eighth standard in India, I used to teach, I used to take classes for some local students. And that is something which I do to support my family because we were not so much good in financial background and there was a requirement of everyone in the family to do something to get us uh, in a better situation. So that is what I used to do. I used to take classes for some students, some local students in my area. And that is where I found myself as a good teacher. 
so when i was in my college i was also teaching my friends and that was also a pretty much good experience that i gained from there so when i started working in a corporate world i found that what i have gained through my experience i have gained enough that i can now start communicating and transferring my knowledge to those who are basically looking to get it so then there was a education company that came to me and they were looking for someone to take one class i took one class and that became the hit so uh, the first class was very much good people my listeners they enjoyed the class and uh, then from there i started getting classes then i started visiting colleges and it was not expected that i would be able to make so much in this particular field so like for last uh, more than 2 years i am a complete teacher now and i am really enjoying it because when you see people thanking you over linkedin and thanking you over whatsapp and they are calling you for uh, after they are successfully able to get a job with my help then that makes your day and that's a different feeling you can't get it uh, while working in national industry you can't get it while working for a corporate world you can only get it when you are actually in a field where you help students where you help them to achieve their goal so looking at this thing i i transformed myself into a complete teacher and now i am pretty much enjoying it and i love what i do that's great i actually fully agree with you about this feeling i'm a teacher by myself i teach my students with uh, digital marketing and actually this feeling that you receive while you're teaching people and when you receive their feedback this kind of feeling you cannot buy it you cannot get it anywhere another way but just sharing your experience and sharing your knowledge that's great it's very true you're very yeah, true that's amazing we like to teach because knowledge means nothing if you don't share them the more you share the more you get when i started teaching i was not pretty much clear with all the concepts and all the machine learning problems but as you get questions so that's a very difficult thing when a group of 100 people are listening to you and they are asking you each and every doubt you can have some students those who are pretty much intelligent they will ask you intelligent questions there will be a set of students those who are not so much great in maybe math mathematics or technology so you will get a more general question so when you get a wide range of questions from them you need to always think that how to answer that question in the best possible way so the more you take the more you teach the more better you are making yourself in that subject knowledge that is something which is beneficial for both the student and the teacher you are always improving your knowledge you are always looking for good material and always looking for good content so that you can deliver the best content and the best information to those who are listening to you right yes exactly i got gotcha. you when you teach you study do you have any student accomplishments that uh, you are most proud of so when i came into my senses i would say when i actually realized that my family is not in a good position i was pretty much thinking about it how to make our family in a better position and from there itself uh, i have seen a lot of bad problems and bad stages in my life and from that point now we are in a very good position because of the hard work that we did this is the best accomplishment i would say that through my education through something which i did in my struggle i was able to make our family in a better position so now i'm 25 right now i own a flat in a very expensive area so that's the best accomplishment i would say i have gained and that's all through my hard work that i did so education is something that has given me everything and that is what i am returning to all the students those who are connected to me 
Amazing. If you would like to get a flat uh, when you're 25, do not use mortgage. <laughs> Just become a data scientist. <laughs> we searched your uh, LinkedIn profile, we explored your LinkedIn profile. And what was interesting that you have experience in uh, sports science and tech. But could you please tell us more about the connection between sports yes, science yes. and tech? So uh, this all started when I was in my last year of the college. There is a very good sports science company known as Sports Mechanics. And just to give you a brief about this company, this company is the first Indian company that started using data science and data analytics Indian cricket team. So it all started in the year 2003 when India first won the test match with England and it was with the help of data science actually. So this company came to my college for recruitment. And uh, I was able to get an internship in that. At that moment, I was not pretty much comfortable. Like I, I was not pretty much sure what we are going to do in this company. But since I got an internship, I thought of taking up that role. So my role was with the data as a data analyst and it was with the Indian hockey team. So I worked with the, the lead performance analyst of Indian hockey team. His name is Mr. Aditya Chakravarti. There I got to understand about the usage of data science and how the game science works. If we talk about what we see right now, when we watch a match, we enjoy it. But at a back end, as of now, everything is more technical right now. Like there is a plan that is going on and on the back end and coaches are using data science to, to decode the strategies. So there is a on-play strategy, there is an off-play strategy, there is what is known as performance analysis. So mm. on each player, we do performance analysis so that the coach can make a better decision. And that is what I used to help. Uh, we used to create reports on each and every player so the coach can go through it and can understand which player is needed to be included and which player is needed to be excluded. So which player needs more training, which player needs more care and so on. This is what I did and that is where I thought of learning more in this field. Then I took one course from FC Barcelona and that was in sports science. So there I learned about how we can use various technologies in sports science and how we can basically uh, use the power of data science to decode the game theory. Wow. I actually think it will make uh, sport games even more interesting right now. So many industries are really can be changed by using the latest things that we know about data. And when you think about it, the whole world opens. There has been a lot of talk recently in the media about the need to limit the development of artificial intelligence, of machine learning, because computer will become smarter than people, because uh, the evil AI will appear and then uh, slave humanity. In your opinion, how realistic is this? And uh, what level of development will artificial intelligence and machine learning reach? I would say this is something which is still unanswered. We are not still very much sure that what is going to happen, whether we are going to get a machine or maybe a robot or maybe a program that is more logical and more confident than us. So that is something which is still unanswered. But I would say we need to control. We need to have some limitations. The reason is because artificial intelligence is complex. And it is so much complex that you can't understand it once it starts creating logic. So there are two things. One is where you can actually interpret the logic, when you can actually decode the logic. And that is a simple machine learning. But when you enter into deep learning and artificial intelligence, the logic is actually complex. And a human cannot understand or decode that logic. And once a machine starts creating its own logic, 
the logic which a human cannot understand then anything can happen so that is why we need to think about some limitations on this but still like there are developments going on we still don't have a perfect solution or maybe a perfect answer for this question but anything that we do we should be limiting ourselves because if we don't limit anything can happen okay i have a good friend of mine who is actually a data scientist in russia and his theory is that the main goal of humanity is to create the ai because the human body was not developed to travel far away in the universe because we become an old man and then die and even if you make some biohacking or it appeals or control your health then the maximum age is not more than 150 years but the robot with ai can travel uh, through the universe he can repair himself he can be charged by a solar panel so he is uh, fully confident that <laughs> the main goal of humanity is to develop perfect ai who will explore the universe after the humanity is going to die see as i have told you we still don't have a perfect answer or a perfect uh, mindset about what is going to happen and it is quite possible also that we will be able to create something like that and again something which is in development i would say and something which is still very much possible because ai is something that is we haven't explored 100% we are still exploring it and i would say we are even not at the half mark we are still exploring it so i don't know what's the limitation about it but we have quite a good things to look into it one of the common question that we have from our students is there a possibility to do a freelance job in terms of uh, data scientists and in terms of data analysts because there are so many freelance designers web developers marketing managers but data scientists on a freelance what does it look like data science freelancing is something which is now taking a good pace i would say it all started in last one or one and a half year when you start getting some projects on freelancing.com or maybe other websites so i have taken some of the projects and uh, the requirement is not so much great as of now because this is something which is related to data and data is very much private as of mm-hmm. now it's a new oil as all of us know so since it is related to data people are not so much in they are not actively posting their requirements over freelancing and the reason is because of the data they don't wanted to share their confidential data with any freelancers so the requirement is not so much great but it is booming it is taking a pace if you are a data scientist you may start getting some projects there are my students those who are getting at least one or two projects at uh, per month more than earning money they are using it as for their development so if you are targeting as a complete freelancer then that would not be a good field or great field but if you are targeting freelancing as something for learning then you will get and you can use that learning to again shift or you can use that learning to get a full time job so that is something which i always suggest to my students that take up some actual projects that will give you a more weightage in your interviews very good advice thank you very much what high tech companies inspire you i mean companies that are currently using data science to solve their problems as of now i would say that all these ott companies the the companies that are uh, making web series they are using video platforms for engaging customers that is a best market i would say as of now 
because the post covid situation or maybe the during covid situation we engaged so much with the video online platforms that now these companies have created a good customer base so now entertainment is something which is on your mobile and these ott companies they are leveraging the power of data science to engage more customers and making their platform more user friendly so i would not name a particular company but all these ott companies like netflix z5 for if you could talk about indian companies mx player or uh, maybe balaji so these are the companies as of now they are using a good data science because they are solving a problem that is something very new uh, if, we, if we look at the traditional way of approaching a problem for data science we would say credit card industry was the very first industry that used data science telecom industry is a very old industry that is using data science e-commerce industry they are using data science for a very long time now these are the problems that has been resolved you will get a variety of solutions for these particular areas but if you look at this media industry the entertainment industry they are using data science for a very first time so the type of solutions that they are creating is very fascinating and that is where the actual problem is so wherever there is a new problem you will get a new learning and wherever there is a new learning you should always be looking at that company so if you are currently a new data scientist i would probably suggest all of them to look for a ott company to join because over there you will get a very unstructured problem which is not having a direct solution so you need to think a lot to get a proper solution and when you think a lot you learn a lot as i know the big companies usually make contests and make competitions on the website that is called kaggle and we have mentioned this website and this community on our previous podcast but as i know from your linkedin profile you hacked problems on kaggle using deep learning neural networks and computer vision so would you be so kind to explain to our students who do not know anything about kaggle what is it Yes so if i give you a funny answer you can say kaggle is a tinder for data scientists <laughs> uh, if you are a data scientist you need to have a kaggle account kaggle is a very good platform where you get variety of problems and where you have opportunity to solve a particular problem for a actual company and uh, you can actually get a good amount you can get actually a cash to solve their problem So companies are creating competitions where you can engage yourself and you can participate and if your solution really makes sense to them then you have opportunity to get to get some amount to get some cash prize so that is what kaggle is but more generally kaggle is a good website to learn data science you get a variety of data sets across various industries so you can utilize those data set and then you can look at the solutions that are created by other participants so by looking at solutions you can also learn you can also implement those solutions so that's a good way to learn by yourself so i started it because i was looking for some data set to play and that is where i found kaggle so i started uh, solving some problems titanic one is a very basic and a very the first problem which every data scientist used to solve over kaggle there the problem is actually to identify which person either survived and which person didn't survive uh, using yes. machine learning technique so that's a very old problem around i would say 7 or 8 years old problem that is available in kaggle and is still active so you can participate and you can submit your solution so that is how i started and now and then i mentored a lot of students so there is a education company with which i work 
and they organize kaggle competitions so in those kaggle competitions each batch or each group of student is accompanied by a mentor so i have mentored a lot of groups and uh, that is how i have gained a lot of experience on kaggle also so if you look my kaggle profile you will not find me so much good because i have never directly solved a problem but i have helped so many students to solve a problem so i was involved with, with them for a month or two to actually solve a complete problem and get them a good solution so that is how i working with kaggle and uh, how i am interacting with kaggle cool that's because you are a teacher by your attitude correct correct <laughs> you have mentioned that uh, kaggle is a tinder for data scientists data scientist has been named the sexiest profession of 2021 is it true or does it really uh, help uh, people to get a girlfriend i would first answer a serious i would first try to answer this question on a very serious note when somebody is calling data scientist as a sexiest job there is a very logical reason to it why they are calling you as a sexiest person in the company because the solutions that you are creating is actually read by the most top person in your company you are directly interacting with the management team you are creating solutions for them and they are listening to you because you have some concrete data to showcase what they are doing wrong so you have the ability to question them you have the ability to answer them and you have the ability to sit with them directly talking to the top most management that is why i would say in a particular company you are in the sexiest position so i have actually experienced it in various companies i was the part of data science team and i basically led a team also and when i was a, a leader in my team there was multiple meetings that we did with the the ceo with your management and that is where the management is directly looking at your answers looking at your opinion at that point your opinion matters them so if it the, the top most person of your company is, is looking for your opinion then you are the sexiest person okay it sounds like i got it so no joke it's very serious yes yes it's actually a sexiest job you have the power of data you have something which not everyone know in your company you will find hr you will find marketing team you will find it you will find other teams but data science is something which is out of the box because of the current introduction of this field in the market so it's very mm-hmm. new and the second answer i've already given to you that you are working with the top most management that's why it's sexiest yeah that's why you work with the management team because you solve a strategic problem of the business and find a strategic way of developing the business yeah. based on data as of now i don't know what will happen in the next 10 years i'm not pretty much sure about the industry that is booming right now and what it will look like in the next 10 years but in next 5 years i am pretty much sure data scientists are they are the best person and that they are the most demand person in the industry as of now like every industry every company they are looking for data scientists and if you are a subject expert in it then you are in a very good position so if you know about various technologies as of now you are in a very good position so everyone those who are listening to us i would say that don't think start it's the best time you sure. will miss out this time if you keep on thinking that okay i will do it from next month i will do it from next year i will do it from next week then you are losing your time you will be thinking about it that you have lost some time so don't think about just start just take my example i have gained so much because of this data science i have worked with various companies and i have gained so much knowledge i'm so much grateful to the person who actually helped me to get into this field so i will talk about that also but don't wait start 
amazing advice and you are really a good example. You are 25. You are an amazing teacher. You are famous in data science field because uh, several persons advised us to talk with you, I mean, from uh, data science field. So how you stay on the cutting edge? What is your secret? So uh, the secret is very simple. Uh, just do anything that you like. If you do something that is close to your heart, you will try to do it in the best possible way. I love what I do and that is how I make the things very look simple to others. The answer is very simple there is no secret to it just do what you like and that is how you can make yourself successful or maybe yourself a good person that should be the goal of each and every person. It is usually hard to do what you like because your parents are pushing you the obstacles and so on. When I get into any field my whole objective is to enjoy at the end of the day the thing that matters the most is your happiness and that should be the primary goal of each and every person in this planet earth you should do anything that makes you happy and that doesn't matter how much you are earning from that or how much success you have after doing that until and unless you are happy doing that then that is something you should keep on doing it so i started teaching because i like it i am pretty much happy with it and uh, all of us we should only be doing something through which we get happiness that is something which i always keep in mind i will not do anything which is not making me happy there was there a desire to give up there was a desire to give up when i was actually looking for a job so there was some family problems due to which i left my internship at sport mechanics and i was having offer with a very good education company in india known as byju's Mm-hmm. and even i was not able to join that company again there were some family issues so after that when everything was sorted i started looking for a job about for four months i was not having any job so uh, being a fresher being uh, from a sport industry i was not having a experience in other industries so i was having a experience in sports industry so being from that particular industry i faced a lot of trouble in getting my first job and at that point i actually thought of changing my career i actually thought of doing something and that is where i thought to quit basically to change my career not i thought that data science is something which is not my cup of tea but i was lucky enough that i got job before i tried to quit i got job and i am very much fortunate that i am still in that this field okay how to become a successful person in data science please advise our listeners what they need to do to succeed in data science field see data science is not all about maths and it's not limited to maths it is more about how you are able to solve a problem now if i give you an example not every time when you work in your company not every time you need to use modeling techniques you will not be using machine learning to solve a problem most of the time you will be using your logical thinking so you need to be first of all good at thinking you need to think how you can approach a problem so that's very much important what you see in assignments and what you see in projects that are given as a part of online courses that is something which is very much structured but in reality when you actually face a problem in your company that's very much unstructured you really don't know how to start you really don't know what data you need and you really don't know whether you will be able to solve it or not so there are quite good uncertainties when you actually get a problem and that is where you need to start thinking how to approach that problem whether you need to get certain amount of data 
So sometimes you need to ask your data engineering team to capture a certain amount of data and then you use that data to create your solution. If I give you an example, the actual example which I have faced, in my company, we used to receive tickets from customers, the issue tickets. And on a one particular day, we got a significant increase in the number of tickets. Now, the management team, they were asking the data science team to get the solution for this. Now, at that particular point, you can't sit and start creating a model. You need a quick, dirty solution because you need to show something to your management team. So at that particular point, you would be using the data that is available to you. You will be using some normal exploratory techniques, not specifically machine learning to solve this problem. And that is how we solved it. We just did some exploratory data analysis and we tried to get the answer why this is happening. In short, if I summarize my answer, I would say that first of all, start thinking logically. You need to be a good problem solver. You need to be a logical thinker if you want a good success in data science. Second, never stop learning. Data science is a very new field as of now. It is always increasing. It is a new developments are made. Every day you will read about new technology that is coming out. So you need to be keeping yourself updated each and every day. You need to read various blogs. You need to read uh, various new developments so that you are not left behind. And these two things will actually make you a very successful data scientist. So you need to be a lifelong student. Correct. Okay, cool. What do you think of a traditional education? Don't you think the system itself is a bit outdated? I mean, studying for six years or more for the sake of coming a specialist that are currently unprepared for the job, should it be changed? Because, you know, there are so many e-tech projects that, that really entered on the market. And Buju, as I know, they have bought university not long ago for $1 billion. So really, the market is changing. And the system of study of itself, traditional education, also should change. What do you yes, think correct. should be changed? Yeah. So it is required. Like We need a good change in our education system as of now we have. And I would not say every person who is studying engineering or maybe a science or maybe commerce, they all need coding. So we should not generalize it. Rather, we should target on making it more general, like, like more open. The person who is interested in anything else, they can try out that. The reason we are not getting smart people out of colleges or maybe successful people out of colleges, the reason is because we have focused more on getting a nine to five job rather than making ourselves happy. So that is one thing. And that is because of the family pressure, the social pressure and your, your peer pressure. So these are the things that is making students not to check out them, what they have unique in themselves. So they need to explore themselves first of all. And the way they can do it is once education system is more open, I think our Indian government is doing something on that path. We, we will be having some open system. In my college, there was an opportunity to take one subject from any department or from any non-technical mm -hmm. department. Like I took a course on food. I love cooking. That is one subject that I did. For one semester, I was cooking. Wow. So I, I did that also. And that is something which every college should do. Even if it is not the part of your curriculum, you still have about uh, 90 minutes of your time where you can do something which is not the part of your actual course, but something where you can actually explore yourself. Steps are taken, but we still need a good change. Amazing. Thank you very much. So we have two more questions. Please advise our audience about what are your top three favorite books? 
So books are not technical books. I would name a normal general books. The reason is I'm not a very good uh, reader. I like listening. Basically, I listen to lots of podcasts. That is what I do. And uh, if you talk about the books, there is one book which is not without my daughter, Betty Mahmood. She was the writer for that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is what I read. And the second book is uh, Life's Amazing Secret by Gaur Gopal Das. So these are the two books that I actually admire most. Mm-hmm. Uh, one book from the technical side that I like the most is Digital Image Processing. So I'm very much fond of um, images and the type of technical processing that we can do on that. So DIP is one thing. This is my one of my favorite favorite subject. Cool, sounds great. Thank you very much. And the last one, but not least, uh, what is your biggest dream in terms of data? So first of all, I want everyone in this particular field, those who are starting, specifically those who are starting and those who are struggling to get started in this field. I want all of them to get a clarity. So as of now, the market is in such a phase where nobody is giving students with a clarity about what is actually required to be learned and what is actually not required to be learned. That is a major confusion. I, I always find students in this confusion. In the field of data, I want the industry to be more open. I want all the data science professionals to be more friendly. Because I have seen other professionals, other you may say other peers, they are in a good position, but they are not helping others. Since data is a new field, I want all my data science friends and all my data science community to come forward and start helping others. First, that should be the first thing. If we don't help others, there will be a point when you will find yourself helpless and you will find that no one is helping you. So you should be, first of all, a helpful person. And I have seen this in, in my data community that people are less helpful. So that is one thing that everyone should start doing. Be helpful and help the freshers actually because they are the one who are looking for your help. I was in a position when I was looking for my first job, I was in a very helpless position. I was reaching out to each and every person over LinkedIn. I And I did a good mistakes also. At that moment, I was not aware about how to reach out to a person, how to talk to a data science professional or maybe how to talk to a CEO. So those things I learned by myself, but if somebody would have helped me, I would have not wasted so much time. A mentor is something which is required as of now in this industry. And every person can be a mentor. The only thing that a person needs to develop is a quality of helping others. So if we can start developing, even if we can start helping at least a one person in one month, we will be able to help 12 persons in a year. And those 12 persons will be highly thankful to you. So that is something which I'm looking out of this industry. Thank you so much, Sumit. Thank you very much for your inspiration. And thank you very much for your answers. You are an ambassador and an enthusiast of data science, of teaching, of happiness, and of cooking. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Cool. Thank you very much. We wish you all the best, less stress, more happiness. Thank you very much for sharing your vision, sharing your optimistic way of uh, thinking. And I think uh, it was very helpful for our students. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, Thanks for inviting me and giving me an opportunity to share my experience with all, all your learners. I would like to just say one thing, one last thing with all your learners that just keep two things in mind. Number one, life will not give you the opportunity So you need to get that opportunity. Don't sit for the best opportunity to come. Just start. That's the one first thing you should do. 
Don't sit for the good time to come. Create good times. Don't think so much when you face a bad time because that is a learning point. So good time will come, bad time will come. But what you should not lose is hope. Hope is a very good thing. Every discoverings and every openings in the world begin from the first step. You know, because of some of brave guys uh, and not always brave guys decided to make a first step. Thank you very much. So, dear listeners and our data enthusiasts, if you are going to change your life and make a first step, join us on our course. We teach data analytics from scratch. No coding and no math skills are required. No age and education restrictions. Only your passion to learn. Use coding podcast promo code to receive an additional discount and please uh, post reviews. See you on course. Thank you very much.